Hello and welcome to the Captain's Table, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Paul Bazerkar one Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender at the Astro Pub, and your facilitator here at the Captain's Table. What is the Captain's Table? It's a podcast, video cast, I guess, thing where I bring people from all over the Star Citizen community to talk about Star Citizen uh, news, sometimes specific topics. Sometimes we do a little, um, you know, reaction. Sometimes we do a little bit of uh, theory crafting. Just kind of get a little bit of everything. Um, and with me today, I have um, Algarid and Kronzi, and I'll let them introduce themselves in a moment. But I will say that this this whole thing is uh, also to let you know that the Crux Cup is back. And many of you are going, the heck is the Crux Cup? And the answer is one of the oldest races in Star Citizen. Actually, one of the older races, or even older than um, than Daymar, I believe. It's been it around. is older than Daymar. Yeah. So I'll let I'll let Al, uh, Al and Kronsky kind of introduce themselves, and I'll let them kind of talk a little bit about about Crux Cup and all those sorts of things. So Al, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen, and where can they find you? Well, I'm commonly known as Crazy Al because of my um, penchant to buying ships. Um, I'm also the, the personification uh, of Old Man Hurston, as, <laughs> as you can tell by by this impersonation here of Jimmy Stewart. Um, but I am a I'm a member of the Info Runners, and so you'll you'll often see us. Uh, Execute and I have been streaming on Tuesdays and Fridays um, and having a bit of fun with that, but also on our Fix My Fleet uh, episodes as well. Um, and I'm also a member of uh, Southern Cross Alliance, who are the hosts of the Crux Cup. Awesome. He's also the millionth backer and two millionth backer, I believe. Or no, no um, backer. millionth, the millionth dollar. No, no. Yeah, the hundred, hundred million, hundred fifty million, two hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. The hundred million, hundred fifty million, and two hundred millionth dollar purchased yeah. was Al. So, and then and then Sandy told me to stop. Yeah. Kronzi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen, and where can they find you? Um, I am Kronzi. I do a bunch of streaming on Twitch at Twitch.tv/slash Kronzi. Um, and this year, I get the uh, the privilege of commentating along with Henkin SC the Crux Cup, which I'm uh, super excited for. Awesome. Now, uh, Al Kronzi, feel free to uh, to pin us. What is the Crux Cup? Okay. Well, the Crux Cup originally started off as uh, the Millennial Race. So, um, in in our prehistory lore, uh, as the Millennium of the, of the UAE was coming about, the um, Earth decided they needed something to to unify the Empire and show how awesome Earth was, because Terra was being, you know, terror, a bunch of terrorists saying how awesome they were. And so they decided to have this this race around Earth to, or a series of races around Earth, um, to as a unifying fact to to show how the heroes of the um, UE had worked and and show that things were good. Um, and that was generally the, the original thing. Um, it went out of out of favour, and in our law, the BSCA decided at one point, hey, this could be a money maker for us because you know um, we like to gamble, and so they created that. Um, and so the idea of a Crux Cup was a series of races, an open race for anyone. Um, but the favourite was always the Aurora Classic, which was, you can have any ship in this race, but it has to be an Aurora. Um, and we, they were run on tracks in, in our lawn that were um, very similar to the tracks of Ellis, but they were built above Earth. Um, but as we were using the old Arena Commander to run those races, 
we were constantly found, had uh, issues with stability, uh, crashes, uh, game crashes, people dropping out, and it just became impossible for us to keep running. And so we took a hiatus uh, until such a time as we were able to to come back. We got tired of waiting for Arena Commander, and we'd also been always looking at the time when we could go into game and be actually running it in the PU. Um, and so recently it came to the point where uh, Echo decided, hey, I'm going to build, I'm going to work out the track. It looks pretty stable. And so we have the Ahumani uh, track that has been developed in the wonderful skies above Orison. Kronzi, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what should people, what are people, what should people expect for Southern Cross or for the uh, the Crux Cup uh, for today? If so, or participate in it. So, for the purposes of uh, uh, those are wondering how the actual event sort of goes, there's three divisions to the Crux Cup. You've got the A Crux A Crux division, the Open division, and the Aurora division. The A Crux is sort of the hyper competitive, bring your fastest ship and go, uh, and actually requires qualifiers as well. Um, the open division, any ship. The Aurora uh, division, only Aurora's. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. And the, the open division is like you could even take a reclaimer if you wanted. If it goes through a tunnel, yeah. you can take. It. <laughs> we've been doing some. We've been doing some time trials with some pretty crazy ships the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, yeah, and then so the way that it works is basically you've got an hour long to do as many laps as you possibly can uh, within that hour. Whoever has the highest laps wins within their division so pretty simple in that uh sense one of the coolest things about it though is that it uses a very uh sort of extensive rule set that you would actually find in real life races so you've, you know you've got to be courteous to anyone who's trying to pass you that sort of thing um yeah mm. yeah awesome and, and that rule set is the brainchild of uh gentleman jez uh who is also the titular head of the sca and jez loves like even our first rules for the old Crux Cup, Jez was fundamental in, in writing those. Uh, but Jez, in his in his joy of gaming, likes likes those um, endurance races, and mm. so it was always for Jez something that he wanted to do. I, I think Jez, I think Jez may have been the first person who actually talked about doing something like a Daymar rally, kind of a Dakar rally type mm. idea with vehicles, um, even before the Daymar rally was was even talked about. Um, I don't know how accurate that is, but that's that's my memory at least. But yeah. way way back in the, the dark ages. But um, so for 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 Jez to be able to have a an endurance race going, um, I I think this is like awesome. So so this is so, expecting we're expecting something more like NASCAR or Formula One in this case, or is it? Uh... Yeah, exactly. Like pit stops are common. Uh, like for example, in the uh, A Crux division, there's pretty much no ship that can meet the sort of timeline requirements without having to make a pit stop every three or four laps. Uh, so that becomes a larger part of uh, the race itself, and you know, maximizing mm -hmm. your fuel rather than just going all that time. Uh, which is very different to something like the uh, Damar Rally, which is just you know, go 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 as fast as you can, but yeah, get yeah. to get to point B, and that's different from the old the original Crux Cup where it was just three or four laps of the the Arena Commander uh, races, mm. so totally different. The other thing that's really nice is if you're actually in, if you're not racing, but you're actually managed to get in the server where the races are, there are some great viewing points. So if you're in the if you're in the um, 
the accommodation tower up on the roof, you've got a beautiful view of one of the tunnels, where, which the, the racers will be coming through as well. So I, I may, I may see, really... if, I may see if I can sneak on there and bring a bring a, a ship there to serve some alcohol while people for people who are watching. <laughs> so I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Because that's that's the kind of thing I've been wanting to do for a long time with with the Astro Pub is like like bring a ship down with a bar so that people can see it and then serve alcohol there, you know, kind of thing. So we'll see. Possibly. Yep. <laughs> now, I, I know one of the things um, that people have said is why on hell, why, you know, and I've had some, of, some of my friends have said, why the hell are you doing it on Orison? Orison sucks. It's got, you know, it takes so long to get there and it take, and it's, and the clouds are horrible. Now, one of the key reasons we chose Orison or, or why Echo chose wanted Orison, A, because it looks awesome, but B, it's got a really large uh, armistice zone, which makes the, the chance of people coming into Griefy by shooting you um, is significantly reduced. So you don't get that Daymar rally type problem they had a few years ago. Um, so that's one aspect. But I haven't actually flown through the track, but I, I know, Kronzi, you have, and you've, you've been doing the Trine trials as well. Yeah, the track itself. You... Yeah, the, the track itself is really good. Um... So for those that are wondering, you're basically going uh, between all of the different platforms. Um, uh, I don't remember the names of like any of them, but it's all of the actual like factory platforms. I, I, I can remember Kaplan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaplan's one <laughs> of them. One I can remember. <laughs> Empire, I think, is another one. The Empire Shipyards, yeah. you know, it's like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so you're going throughout all of those. And it's honestly a really, really amazing track because it actually takes you through the majority of Orison as you, as you come around. So even even with clouds off, you get some amazing views uh, as mm. you're as you're traveling through. Um, so it's great for viewers and uh, and racers alike. Yeah. So the question I was going to ask you is is you've done the races. People have said mm -hmm. that the clouds make it really laggy and and everything else. So how do you deal? With, how have you found the lag? And and I know it's, and I know one fun. of them is you turn the clouds off. But how have yeah, you found exactly. It? Uh, for for the racers, I would recommend turning off the clouds. But if you're not racing, then it's 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 kind of fine. Um, we'll we will stay on the day just because when you do have uh, that many people in that one area, that also tends to impact frames quite a bit. But uh, should be still kind of nice. We had like 15 people there the other day, and it was okay. So nice. All right. Well, when, and when is this going to happen? When is the Crux Cup? Three weeks from today. Uh, sorry, sorry, two March, weeks, two weeks, two weeks. From March 21st, I believe. March 21st, yeah. uh, what time? So people can know for UTC time. So, because I know, because unfortunately, <laughs> we've got a huge amount of yeah. time zone differences. You know when, when you're, you're all planning on starting? It should be starting like in two weeks time, an hour from now, roughly, yep. I believe. Okay. In fact, so I, I know that after, after we finish with Crux, after, after we finish Captain's Table, you're actually going to go and join in with the with the trials, aren't you? You're gonna you're gonna try and get back to the trials and, and do a bit of streaming. If I, if well, I, yeah, if so I remember got, hearing correctly. Yeah, so uh, we've got Echo Bit today um, setting up some practices, the the last practices before we do the qualifiers for A Crux next week. Um, so you're gonna do a little bit of a uh, little bit of practice there, and yeah. So it's going to be the you said the twentieth. Uh, I think it is the twentieth. Yeah. Yes. So, so we'll be uh, we'll be twenty first yeah, Australian. So that'll be the twentieth for you. So two weeks yeah. time, which so, is also why um, Jez and uh, Echo were. were I think it's it I think it's actually twentieth for Australians. Like I think it is. So the nineteenth yeah, time Sunday. I'll double check. Okay. It, it. I thought I thought it was a. 
been moved to a Sunday so that American, you know, would, a Sunday for be us. Friday. Yeah, yeah, Sunday for us and, and yeah. Saturday, so Saturday for the American. So, so yeah. it's Saturday. So what I'm hearing is that it's Saturday at um, 7 p.m. Uh, EST, which is should be about midnight um, UTC. So it's going to be like Sunday midnight, Saturday night ish for the for most of the Americans uh, on the nineteenth. So, and if they go to the Crux Cup Discord channel, I think that if they register, it actually gives them the the it actually converts the time to their local time, if I remember correctly. I will have should, the yeah. if you're watching this on YouTube, I will have the Discord link there on the very top comment, so you can see that and click there if you want to join in. So. I'm a big fan of anything that has to happen with the um, with various people uh, coming together in Star Citizen. I'm a big, big supporter of Daymar Rally. For those of you who don't know, you should be uh, following um, Atmo Esports as well. They do a bunch of cool stuff. I've actually been a participant in a couple of their, their events. Um, Daymar Rally has actually gotten into lore. So uh, it's always excited to see more stuff going on. So thank you all for coming on and talking about this. Uh, so make sure you're checking out Crux Cup. Um, uh, the, the you'll have qualifiers to next week, right? For for the Acrox for the Acrox division, yep. And then so. uh, the actual event itself is the week after. Yep. So yeah. And, and one of the other things that's different from in the past with Crux Cup this year, you can go in teams of two. Mm -hmm. And so I do know the price because it's is an endurance race, so you can have teams of two on your ship, I believe. So you can kind of swap pilots out. Um, but that also means if you've got teams of two, the prizes have actually been geared so that. Both members of the team will get the prizes. So, nice. and there are some pretty cool prizes in the prize pool, I believe. Sounds awesome. Sounds excellent. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's this Crux Cup stuff. Let's talk a little bit more about Star Citizen, because uh, um, you know specifically about um, the news and other things like this week. The big one is Rivers, and I'm going to be very very clear on this this discussion because I want to make sure we we have discussed about this. But for those of you who don't know. We say rivers are being added in 3.17, and when I say that is a river, single river, is being added to Microtech next patch. But they also said they're going to be increasing, they're going to be spreading it out and making more of them as um, as the next patches go by. So mm -hmm. um, the question I have is your thoughts on rivers, and do you think this is actually an important part of Star Citizen? Is this big or not? So, Kronsley, why don't you start us off with that discussion? So, I definitely think it's a it's a big part of actually making the environments feel real. Mm -hmm. um, that, along with uh, once we get like some some fauna in, whether it's you know the Microtech Yeti or the the Pyro crabs, whatever it might be. Uh, I don't know. It just it feels it feels better. It feels correct. Mm. When I go to microtech right now and it's just woods in the green zone, it, it's, it's really weird. It's cool, but it's, it's weird. So I'm very excited for rivers. Um, and from, from the demo that they showed us on, uh, on ISC, uh, that lighting effect is crazy. I, I didn't expect that to be in. Um, so for, yeah. for a tier zero kind of application. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's also um, yeah, important it seems to like remember. They've really done the... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, it seems like they've 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 really done their work. We got um, it, it took a year since we last heard about rivers, or almost exactly a year. But uh, yeah, they've done a really good job, I think. Yeah, it's it's also important to remember that this is tier zero. This is the first implementation. They even said at ISC that they're going to be expanding it a little bit more. So, Algrid, is river are rivers a good thing? Uh, are 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 people getting overhyped for this, or you know? No, people aren't getting hyped enough. 
Okay. Explain. <laughs> so, Explain. <laughs> well, they put in a river, but that mm -hmm. is giving us the mark for any um, pathway. So it gets a basically the trek for the tech in for roads. It gets a which they even said in the ISC this time, which I felt great because that's mm -hmm. something I know info runners have been saying for for ages. Um, it gets in the tech for being able to do um, lava flows. But another thing that's really key for, I think, uh, Microtech is it also gives a way for them to bring in uh, glaciers as a glacier movement and, and tie that into the system as well. So that, did, that in itself gives a scope for so many more things. The way we are talking about the rivers and the way they've got the tech at the moment is once you've got your heights on your planet in and, and your, your height map, you can say, okay, I want a river in, and then he said, click, click, and the river's in. So the tools they've got now are making the rivers be able to go in really quickly and easily. And then the artist goes in and touches up around the, around the sides of the rivers and, and the, the things that are generating around the rivers. But rivers also means underwater exploration, yep. underwater caves, underwater rivers. Uh, it means um, you've got, hopefully down the track, fishing, apart from the other harvestables. So harvestables that burn around any plants, but down the track, you'll have the harvestables in the water. Um, or predators in the water. Uh, it gives you the ability to, uh, to, to, to move. So it gives it a different level to move. As long as you've got an, an, a suit on, you'll be able to go into the river and go into the water and walk around. The vehicle, being able to drive through, the, you know, the vehicles actually drive through the water on the land, but still be under the, in the in the water was I, I thought was was massive. Uh, the bikes being able to flop, to go above the rivers again, massive. But even though it's tier zero, we can see the areas they want to expand because as the vehicles were going, you didn't see the spray or, or the ripples on the water caused by the vehicles or the people going in. But you know it's coming. You know that's going to be the next. They'll iterate on that and keep iterating until it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, I, I, I think the rivers are huge um, and it'll just add more depth to the world. Uh, I'll add, I, I think... I'm not as excited about rivers because they're cool. They're cool for like, for fluff reasons, for, for, for looks and, and, and other things. But I will say that it's important to note that if rivers are in the state that they're in now, it does bode well for things like pyro, which are supposed to have lava flows and other things like that. Um, and possibly roads and such. So it also gives us a kind of an indication that pyro is done or mostly done and they're able to start kind of rolling in some of these other features they want to have into pyro uh, in terms of at least the actual planets and the actual surfaces. I will also say I think rivers are more important in the sense that than maybe people may, may, uh, may give because uh, it also gives them the ability to diversify the biomes more. Um, mm -hmm. with, you know, we mentioned harvestables, uh, there may be rare harvestables that exist just around rivers. Uh, think about in the future when you have things like farming into the game, you're going to need water or other means to irrigate your crops to make sure that they can, or they work. It may not be on the, like, like you may not have like, you know, plow a field in a, in a random place and where you are, but you may have to, you still need to have water or some way of feeding, feeding water to the plants. So having a river nearby is important. Albert didn't crashed. <laughs> um, so now it comes back. But uh, I think I think it's it's big for that because it's not just water; it's flowing water. 
So in yeah. theory, in the, in the near future, as even said, you, you throw some something on top of the water, it'll flow down the river rather than just mm. staying there, which is big as well. So, um, Also, just at the very least, this one river has great implications for Star Citizen racing. Yes. Yes. Why? <laughs> I'm confused. It, it's already a track. They've, they've just go. made a race track. Done. Yeah. Like, right? Like, from the beginning. There's, from our, the, from the there's our Dragonfly track. That, yeah. That's so. just like a, like a straight a straight line or a, like a nice little curve. Yeah. 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 That'll work. Um, all right. We'll wait for, for, for Al to come back as well. <laughs> but uh, I will say that the, the next question, and I'll leave it up to you to, to Kronzi for this one, is uh, the yep. other things they talked about is reputation on ISC. Um, what are your thoughts on the whole reputation system and uh, what, they, what they kind of described as what they want to do for the for 317 and beyond? Yeah. So um, it sort of seemed like they're uh, just making more progress on the way that they wanted reputation to work. Uh, so for those that haven't basically checked it out, uh, there's going to be implications towards hostility with reputation. So if I get uh, a bunch of positive reputation with, uh, like, let's say, Nine Tails, they won't be hostile towards me if I'm near them. Uh, but because of that, maybe the CDF will. That sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's it's the natural progression of reputation. I, I think it's big implications towards anything and everything uh, like PvP related. Mm -hmm. uh, or even not, honestly. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty sweet stuff. I didn't expect it to come this early, honestly. I thought we would probably be waiting maybe a year and a, another year and a half before that got introduced in. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised. I, I felt vindicated because uh, about a year ago I made a video about how uh, it's super important. Welcome back, Alex. There he is. Uh, uh, how reputation is super important for the future of the game because it is like kind mm -hmm. of the the start of um, what do we call it? The start of, of lore and like lore mattering mm -hmm. because knowing who's aligned with who is going to start to matter more, more and more. So you don't just take a mission that will then get you banned from a place you want yeah. to live in. Um, and also other people wanting to to kill you. And I and I think I think that's the big thing that people may not really take away is that now that doing missions for one group is going to make you hostile to another group and vice versa. So instead of having to just go, oh, well, I can just, you know, the, the Skyrim syndrome where you can be like the head of the Thieves Guild, the head of the uh, um, the, the Fighters Guild, the head of the Mages Guild, like even even if like they're, they're like conflicting, you can be the leaders mm. of all of them, which is lame in my opinion like there should be consequences your actions have consequences and that's really what the what the reputation seems to be yeah. moving towards which i like go ahead now your thoughts i i i really like that as well it, it 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 goes against what everyone says oh i'm in pyro i can just shoot you up if i want but hey if i've got faction with the guys are in control and you attack me you're going to become you know you mm -hmm. might try one shot yeah okay they'll let you off but you 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 attack me on in, with gusto you're going to become their enemy, and then you know that's basically what they were saying. So choices matter, and the side you fact the side the faction you work with is is going to have an impact. Um, so I reckon that's that's a, another big, huge aspect that's going to be um, will certainly come into play when we're as we're looking at um, as we look as we're looking at the, the reputation system down the track. Um, and, and to go back on the on the value of the rivers because I. I Okay. I, I crashed a desktop at the yeah. time. 
one of the other values of, of rivers is and roads is that it ties in, I think, with the nav mapping for um, NPCs. Yeah. So that will give them avenues where they'll go. So if you've got a road that if you've got uh, NPCs going from, say, Hurston to the mining centre, there'll be vehicles or other things going on that that's um, avenue for pirates to attack and, and, and loot. It's got avenues for players to protect uh, from the pirates who are trying to loot them. And so it adds different types of gameplay for people. And I think that's the, the key thing you want. You want gameplay that appeals to every different type of person who wants to play Star Citizen. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, last one, which is a little a little obscure. The last two things we'll talk about is a little obscure. This one is if, if people have been following the roadmap roundup, the latest uh, addition to the roadmap was uh, the dynamic mission system. Now, what was added to the roadmap was that the dynamic mission system is going to be built and then later it'll hook up to Quanta. So it's, it's going to be the dynamic mission system without Quanta. So uh, we'll start with you, Alan, this one. What, is that, what does that sound like to you? Does that sound good, bad? Uh, I mean, it, it's obviously it's not going to be done until later this year and even it's a progress tracker, so it could be even longer. But the fact that it's now been added seems like they're now they're working on it. So what does what does that spell out for us? In, in it it, it sounded to me very much like what they were talking, what the, the law team talked about in the and in the post that went up uh, yesterday. Um, Dave Paddock was talking about the way in which they do. They've been focusing on things like the the missions and things at the moment, but then that develops into being able to focus in on the law and draw the law in. And I. No. No, nope. it's gone again. It's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Crossy, what are your thoughts? Um, so uh, it's it's gone again. It very, oh, no, he's not. Back. There he is. He's back. I'm back. Continue. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so yeah, it gives the it gives that ability for to get the tools working and then be able to flesh it out. So they're doing that. Dave Haddock's going to say they're doing that with the law. They're doing that with um, the economic economic system. Um, and so I can say, uh, you know, and the quanta are tied in with, 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 I suppose, both of those in how they react to you, which is tied into the rep system. It's also tied in with that, that uh, the economic system in terms of them doing missions as well. So I just think it's part of development. It doesn't bother me at all in, in that sense. Is it, are you excited for it at all? Or are you looking forward to it? Or is it, is this one of those I look forward to like... the time when we get quanta working uh, and <laughs> well, I mean, adding this... more depth. But well, this isn't even connected to Quanta. This is just the system. They even said it's not going to be added with Quanta in the first version. So yeah, I, I I think anything where they're developing things like the dynamic missions that that ties in anything where they build those missions out is a good thing. My concern, at least watching ISC when they were talking about that type of thing and building out the dynamic missions so that you could be a say a person siding with um Xeno threat. I, mm. I'm not so sure I like that. I can understand where they're going with it, but it ties in with that idea. As I said you want missions that cater for every single person. And currently, if you can side with Xenosthreat in a Xenosthreat mission, that goes against what Xenosthreat is saying. They say you're either staying away if mm. you support us or you're an enemy. And so if you're rocking up to to shoot the players who are doing the Xenosthreat mission because, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm siding with Xenosthreat because I love Xenosthreat, you're actually still risking Xenosthreat shooting you because they've said, if you support us, 
don't don't be in this area because we're here and anyone in this area is we we view them as an enemy and and so you've either got to change your law we you know but could, could there be I, a I understand that maybe, sorry maybe could there be a counter mission like instead of having just working with xenothreat like there's a different section of xenothreat now where if you're supporting yeah. xenothreat you got to do this if if, you know? if they have a different different zone where that, you know the players who are supporting xenothreat could could be doing another operation elsewhere but you want you want those different missions to you want the different missions you mm. want the missions that deal for those who like pve pve mm. cult you want missions for those who just like pve you want missions for those people who who want pve pvp co-op you want those that just want pvp mm-hmm. and at the moment we've kind of got that you know with, with the format of the way xenothreat work that's kind of your pve co-op mm-hmm. then you've got your your jump your your um nine tails which is kind of your pve pvp co-op and then you've got jump town which is straight pvp um so you've got those you've got those three divisions at the moment and you want to expand on those but you don't want to just make them all cardboard cutouts of jump town or nine tails mm-hmm. if you do that you're just catering for one part of a community and i think to to be really good for those dynamic missions they need them to be uh, catering for each faction of a community. And I know there'll be people who say, oh, if you don't like PvP, you should go back to Care Bear territory. And if you don't like this, you could go back to... But that's the wrong attitude to take. Mm-hmm. If you get people who are enjoying the game, if you've got people who are enjoying Xenothreat, they might get drawn into, into Ninetales because, hey, I really enjoyed that event and I enjoyed working with people. And then Ninetales, they go, oh, I really enjoyed that. And then on jump down, they might engage to the people. So you've got... You've got to work in both ways, but you know. So, I th- I think it's an error if you just do the one type. But, and I'm not saying CIG is saying they're doing that, mm-hmm. but that's you okay. want to have those missions that are spread out all over. Francis, your thoughts on the dynamic mission system being added or being being worked on? Seems good. Um, seems like it's going to make missions a lot less stale. Right now, every mission is mm-hmm. a carbon copy of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, go kill yeah. X at Y. Go deliver X at Y. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot better when they have even just like slight changes to them that are part of the dynamic system. So I'm happy for it. I'm excited for it. But um, as, as the narration team said today uh, on the video that I watched earlier, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're working on those. They want to get they're, We're working on the tools to get those going and then they're going to flush them out. And so they're still not happy with the, the basic dynamic mission set up at the moment but they're working on that and then they'll flush both out and add everything else in so i just i think it's anything they do like that is a good thing uh i will say that i think i think the fact that they're working on the, the dynamic mission systems is going to be well, this is this is something that people need to brace for the missions we have in game right now are going away mm-hmm. they may be copied a little bit but the s- systems that you have right now will be completely different when these when this is added even if this is just added without the quanta system or if it's just like because i think they say in the in the rule in the uh, the whole thing where the initial concept is to have depending on the difficulty and the the distance you have to go to complete this mission will increase the amount of money that you get for it so what will happen is um, i'm gathering is things like box missions will go away from being just box missions to being box missions and cargo missions and then those cargo missions mm the further you go for those cargo missions, the more money you will get for them. So if you're hunting down a criminal, uh, you may need to go to the other side of the system or you may need to go to a different system entirely 
to get the most money, to try to uh, get players to move around more. Um, so don't get too comfortable. And the fact that they were doing the dynamic mission system now was surprising to me because I didn't think they'd wait. They'd, I think they'd waited. I would have thought they would have waited until uh, server meshing has been in for a while before moving over that, that that direction. It seems like they're really trying to push a lot of stuff like at the same time, like the dynamic mission system, mm -hmm. the events, the rivers, the the reputation improvements, this all server meshing, all of them are kind of coming at it at once. Um, so. Uh, and it should be a very good thing or a very bad thing. It'll be mm. good and bad. <laughs> it will be both at once. It's Schrodinger's game at that point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> depends on who, well, what, it, what side you're on. It was it was interesting. The very first question the narration team got, which mm -hmm. is related to missions, was when are we going to get Tessa missions? Mm -hmm. So when are we going to see Tessa Bannister back with the you know and and see the missions that kind of have that thread, and that's what and and that's what led Dave to say well. Yes, we want them, they are coming, but at the moment we're working on the dynamic missions to get them working. And, and he, he basically talked about, he, he's, the way I heard him talking seemed to be that the dynamic missions and the system they're going for was literally um, the tools for everything else. Mm -hmm. um, and so his, his desire and his goal is to get those, those missions with the story going through. Um, and the same as you were saying with the, the, the box missions. The second cargo refractor comes in, that changes, I think, even doing cargo runs. So there's lots coming in that's going to change the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. Uh, don't don't get comfortable because by the end of this, this year, Star Citizen, again, between the beginning of 2021 and the end of 2021 was a very different game. And the difference between the beginning of 2022 and the end of 2022 is going to be different, a very different game, even if they don't have server meshing in it'll be a completely different experience just from the stuff they've already are planning on adding and then the stuff that they, they may add in the near future. So but the difference is as significant as when we had hangers yeah. and we went to arena commander. Yeah. Um, so where we could just walk around our hangers and, and get the PT, the PTV um, buggy mm -hmm. was made purely so that people could get drive down their, their long hangers when they had lots mm -hmm. of ships just so they could get to the, the firing range. Um, yeah. you know, so, but the difference is going to be as significant as that change from going from the hangar to, to arena commander. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to have the hangers back. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question we'll talk about before we get into the questions and answer session, um, which is, um, kind of along a lot of these, these lines, which is the other major thing that was, um, discussed why am i blanking on it oh uh in the monthly report is salvage now for those of you who don't read this monthly report because i know a lot of people don't read the monthly reports they have a lot of discussions about working on salvage and there's also a lot of discussions on the reverse of salvage being uh, being worked on at the same time repair so um with that in mind should people still be expecting salvage when it's on the roadmap or even this year, knowing that they're working on this now? Um, do you think that it's, it's, it's people should be planning on, on, on seeing salvage this year? Or is this just smoke and mirrors, CIG not saying anything kind of thing? Go ahead, Algrid. I think they're planning or hoping they'll be able to get out this year, certainly from the talk in terms of work 
sorry, the top of work they've done on the um, the vulture. They've actually mm -hmm. said they've reworked the internal spaces and and the textures and things to kind of bring them up to speed. So they've certainly got the vent the vulture at a point where they're they're I think they said out of white box. Um, so that aspect, and I think that's going to be tied in with with salvage they want that they'll they'll want that to come out when salvage comes out rather than having the ship with nothing to do like they've learnt from previous ships they've brought out um so I think they're hoping to have tier zero salvage in mm -hmm. um and I think tier zero salvage is at least going to be hand tools but also with the vulture so we'll see the vulture doing its stuff I'll add another question to that as well do you think we will see tier zero repair at the same time? I would love it if we had tier zero repair at the same time. Um, what that would be, I have no idea or how mm -hmm. they'd do that. Uh, it might just be using the uh, drones. The problem with tier zero repair is I haven't heard them saying they're working on um, the Vulcan. But mm -hmm. there are two ships, of unannounced ships that they've got working on. So the Vulcan could be one of those. So if they do bring out tier zero repair at the same time, maybe they'll bring out the Vulcan. Maybe at that point, that'll also mean all they all they'll work on the drones so that the Carrick with its drones could actually do repair, or the Reclaimer with its drones could do uh, repair or salvage. So I don't know, but I'd like to think that it'd come Will happen uh, because you... they are flip sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Kronzi, your thoughts. Uh, salvage should should we be expecting salvage this year? And also, do you think that if they get salvage this year, they'll also do repair at the same time? So this seems, based on the Moffat report, it seems that CRG are the most confident they've ever been about salvage. Um, when you do read the Moffat report, they uh, do in one section. I think it's in the the features weapons section. Um, they talk about the the salvage tool and how that's coming along, and they actually mention the gameplay loop is progressing nicely, which usually means it's more or less on pace on for, for what yeah. they expect to, to release. Um, just on the uh, the uh, Vulcan and drones, uh, I don't expect that to come soon because the drones are, I believe, on the uh, uh, not the roadmap, the um, the progress uh, progress tracker to begin later this year. So I, I don't think we're seeing uh, yeah. the Vulcan come anytime soon. However, I do think uh, that what they might do with salvage, just to give it a purpose uh, right off the bat is they might actually just make the the salvage layers just do like a reverse repair uh, type type deal just to get it off the ground. So cool, you've collected some materials, right-click, change mode, chuck some repair into a vehicle for now. Um, Go going from suck to blow, yeah. you know. Um. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it seems pretty cool. They even mentioned in the monthly report as well, uh, you know, that they're as far as once you've sucked up all material from like one section of a whatever, whatever it might be, wing, um, you know, they were talking about, oh, what we're going to be doing is we're actually making it so that you get like this little error to say like, hey, there's nothing left or whatever. So they're, they're basically sounds like they're at the tail end of it now. So, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I, I will say anybody who's concerned about salvage not making it, like I, I'm still fairly certain that salvage is going to get pushed back, but like been pushed back to like September. And I could be entirely yeah. wrong because the latest monthly report, which again is from February, 
shows that they are mm. very far along on salvage. There are still some issues they're having with soft body, body deformation, soft, soft mm. body physics deformation, which they've been working on. They mentioned there, but they, they do mention repair, like exclusively that they're working on the repair tools. It's about these other things. So, yeah, I it's and, and go ahead. I was going to say the thing that stuck out for me was the fact that they seem to be very confident. Like sometimes mm -hmm. in a monthly report, they say we're doing this, we're doing this. You know, we've, we've been working on this, we're working on this. But they don't, they don't, you don't get that. Yeah, it, it's, 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 you know, we've got this, we're working on it. We're, it, it, it here's the, the language details. sounded different. Yeah, here's the details. Yeah, the details and the language that gave you, gave you that yeah. sense of it is, it is near. Yeah. And, uh, it, I'm going to go on my, 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 my soapbox here for a moment, which is like you need to read the monthly reports. They're required readings if you want to follow Star Citizen because they do talk so much about what they're doing on a, on a micro scale uh, on top of the progress tracker and the, the, uh, the release view. and the oh, ISC stop stuff. killing your content. I want to kill my content because, I mean, if you don't yes. want to read it, if you don't want to read it, on, whenever they come out on Thursdays, I uh, I do a, a live stream called Office Hours. And when they come out, I do a so full read through. You don't also, need to read the monthly report. All you need to do is watch Office Hours on Thursdays with Paul. And, and, and or watch. That's the way you got to do it, Paul. That's the way you got to do it. Or watch many, many other content creators, including Space Tomato, who does his own things. And Kronza, do you do full read throughs or. Uh, yeah, I've just started doing them, actually. I did one for this monthly report, yeah. So uh, you've got, we'll, you could, you don't need to read the monthly reports because the community does it for you. <laughs> the runners, Astropod, Space Tomato, Cronsy. But yeah, uh, just so. Just to name a few. So it's very important that, um, that, that like you, you follow this al along this because it is very, like a lot of detail, a lot of information comes out in those that they can't put into an ISC because ISC takes yeah. weeks to plan. And this is just, some guy or some gal working on the, the team who are just doing a quick report of, hey, this is what we did for this sprint. This is what we did for this sprint. We're done here. Boom, boom, boom. Like very simple. Um, I will say if you're reading the monthly report, the engine team, I really hope you understand like game development. Part of it? <laughs> yeah, it's you need to. It's like deciphering the tomes of ancient lore. Like it's it's you'll recognize some of those words. Uh, pretty it, much. It, is, it is, it is, um, it is a tough read at times. And it's always dense. Like the monthly yeah. report is probably the most dense um, information packed thing we get from CIG. People complain all the time. Oh, CIG are no longer um, communicating transparent. Yeah. But if you read the monthly report, man, they tell us so much that they're doing. It is yeah. ISC and Star Citizen Live are a, a microcosm of what mm -hmm. of what we're told yeah. when you look at when you look at the insight when you look at the monthly report. Like they literally tell you every single thing that every team has done in the past month. Yeah. Except it, maybe they'll be like, "This ship is unannounced," but we've been yeah. working on it, and here's how much we've been working yeah. on it. Right, for, so. Yeah. For instance, there's an unannounced ship that's <laughs> that's uh, that's done. Yeah. They're, they're finished it. It's 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 yeah. on damaged states. It's in the same state as um, the whole A is, but it's unannounced. Mm -hmm. So that 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 can tell you right now. There's probably a ship coming out either in a three thirteen uh, three dot sixteen dot whatever patch, which is probably not coming. So probably coming in three seventeen. You know? My my gut would be the ship will come with um, Invictus. Yeah, well that's yeah, three eighteen yeah. I think. Um, but you know, this that, is... that was, if I had to pick a time when when it, when the new ship was coming, I'd say mm. yeah. because that's the next big event, and they seem to be fairly um, 
the, the reports seem to indicate that the uh, Scorpius was was moving along quite nicely as well. So that was another ship. Yeah, I think Scorpius was final arc complete now, and it's moving on to damage states. I'm fairly sure. Yeah. Um, I, I know. I read that they'd they'd got the wings, mm. um, working as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that. So you you read the monthly reports, you get so much, so much um. Uh, good stuff. Okay, so chat's saying it should be if it's in J April, May, June, it should be in three seventeen. I think it's in June, isn't it? June is May. Uh, it's May, in June. May? May June. Yeah, it's in May. Okay, it's in May. Start of June so, is usually Alien Week, so yeah, it should be. Yeah, should so be it should May. be the late, late of May. Okay. Yeah. There we go. There, that makes sense. Yeah, I got my times off because yeah, because because three seventeen. Late May, someone's saying so. Late May. Yeah, three eighteen should be end of June, early July. So yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. But yeah. um that's that's that it's important to read the monthly reports. And that's I would say if you are concerned about the salvage being coming out this year, I would suggest read that. Read this latest source monthly report and you'll get a lot of details about how salvage is going to work from that, including as Crossy pointed out, there was like a, a section where they have a full like physics, like it, it a sound effect and visual change. Yeah. So like if you're mm -hmm. like hitting your 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 like essentially like cutting open a section as you finish cutting open a section it'll kind of go and like like change in its light so you know that it's done that the whole section has been been consumed or been drying yeah so mm. you know there you go um yeah i think i think that's it for the the talking section thank you so much for joining us we're gonna be moving on to the question and answer session so those of you who are watching us live ask questions using the question system um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're following Al uh, and the Info Runners. You'll find Al, Croncy, and myself on Info Runners. And you'll find Croncy uh, at slash Croncy, just like it's spelled there, right? Um, you do YouTube as well, or are you starting to? Or Yeah, I just started doing uh, regular uploads on YouTube. So you can just find me by typing in Croncy. Uh, it will come up saying, did you mean currency? Uh, <laughs> so just, yeah, just ignore that. Uh... <laughs> And uh, and 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 I think Infowars is streaming on YouTube, right? Not on Twitch, or is it on Twitch? We, we do YouTube. We we um, so we've been streaming on YouTube. We we may eventually go back to to Twitch. But one of the things we found is it's just a little bit easier to we get to do the thumbnails and, and yeah, you know, that's thumbnails kind of are nice. Like uh, X, X loves really his... good on his thumbnails. So, <laughs> he loves his thumbnails. Um, <laughs> so you know we we've got the thumbnails down pat. Um, it just also works. Um, we find it works nicely with our uh, with our patrons being able to join in as a, as the audience in the background. Mm. Um, but eventually, you know, I think the plan is we will do Twitch. We'll we'll, we'll go back across to Twitch. It's just easier to to use the systems we've already got up and running and and work on building that support. So, and so Info Runners is Tuesdays and Fridays and Crancy. When do you stream? Do you stream every day or? Uh, every day, but, uh, Saturdays and Tuesdays. Okay. So Monday or Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, yeah. is, yeah. So, and, and then when you're not watching us or Kronzi, you're, you're watching Paul. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash the Astro Pub. Come join us live on Saturdays, but I'm also streaming obviously on Thursdays and Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. So you can always join us as, as well, uh, here. Uh, so in other words. Twitch. In other words, what we're saying is there's a content content creator streaming every day of the week just for your pleasure. <laughs> Get all of our, our nice takes as, as, as we're hanging out. So That's right. Um, all right. And uh, like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>